Hello, welcome to the Ultimate Fantasy Podcast. Happy New Year! Welcome back. Hey, had some time off. I think the last time we spoke was game week 18, and now it's game week 22, and we're all grown up and stuff. Isn't it crazy? Uh, right, uh, so we're back. Yes, yeah, so we've got a full show. Uh, we're going through as many fixtures as we can and talk about as much stuff as we can without you going, oh my God, stop talking so much. Uh, so yeah, let's do that then. Uh, we've also got FPL Nymphra. Uh, the Secret Genus isn't here, but um, don't worry, he's here in spirit. And I'm joined with Nathan and, don't forget, Matt posting the cup. So let's not wait around. Let's just crack straight on and talk some football. Oh, I have missed you guys. You guys! Hello, football fans. Welcome to the year 2020. Happy New Year. It's me, Alfie. We are back. Hello, Nathan. Hello, mate. How are you? Not All too right. bad. New decade. New decade. Yeah, as the Verve once sang. Uh, did they? Yeah, first album. Don't worry. We've lost at least 55% yeah, of our who people are right now. Exactly. <laughs> yes, yeah, so Nathan, The uh, how would I describe you if you were a footballer? Would it be the Jamie Pollock of podcasting? <laughs> Fewer at own goals. Um, yeah, probably Jamie Pollock. Hard work, workhorse. <laughs> he did. Iconic workhorse. <laughs> <laughs> That's the best way to be. Uh, there's no uh, secret journalist. No, I know. Uh, okay, too big for us. Too busy, yeah. So, listeners, if you are a journalist, sort of, sort of middling to sort of low in your career, uh, we, we want to hear from you. Maybe join the team. We'll be your springboard. Yeah. Apparently, he's going to come back next week with some interesting yeah. stories. So, I don't know what that is. Maybe he's in prison or something. <laughs> I don't know. I was thinking if uh, Phil was a footballer, mm-hmm. uh, he'd be... Uh, what's his name? The ex-Leeds manager, Simon... Simon, Simon Grayson. Grayson, yeah. Okay. In fact, he does a pretty good impression of him, doesn't not, he? Yeah, not the ex-Leeds manager, the guy they picked from Obscurity, the non-league guy they had for... Like, no, no, Simon Grayson, the, yeah, the yeah. Yorkshireman. The no, his brother, yeah, his brother played cricket for England. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. And his uh, other brother is an artist, isn't he? Like, yeah, something like that. Perry yeah. Grayson, yeah. <laughs> God, oh God. We're a cultural <laughs> hub on this show. Uh, mate, if you could do an... Imp- can you do any impressions of any football managers or anything? football managers um or anything i was thinking about this i can't i was trying to do um the norwich manager what's his name farker farker (laughs) (laughs) always sounds good but he's always like they do very precise and the boys went out there they touch the ball and they will keep fucking and he doesn't stop breathing and he keeps on talking and he keeps on going like this and they go that's very good yeah he's kind of like um a cat like he's like an LOLO character oh my god <laughs> we're straying to very dodgy territory yeah, here he's a Nazi is what you're saying no, not on that but the way that they made all Germans slightly kind of slightly yeah yeah yeah. Yeah. Did, yeah yeah well maybe yeah. that's what he's aiming for perhaps really when he's back in Germany he's like I'm sorry I'm doing this but he has to soften up a bit <laughs> maybe <laughs> anyway right so we've got a good show yeah. uh, hopefully this week we're gonna, we're gonna we're not going to do a game week review of the festive period because let's face it, that was mayhemic. It was crazy and I lost track. We're now up to game week 22 next week. So, mm. uh, yeah, so we're gonna just going to carry on through all the fixtures and we're going to pick up loads of players. We're still going to review uh, uh, FPL and uh, draft and just sort of catch up on stuff, really. Nice nice bit of catch up. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, I've got, still got a quick question, quick quiz question for you. I haven't used my mouth for a while. Hmm. Still got a quick quiz question for you, Nate. Yep. Uh, should we do that and then uh, yeah, carry on? My brain's not really fully in gear, but let's go for it. You'll like this one. Okay. Uh, Premier League records set in the 2018-2019 season. Okay. Okay. Sort of relevant. Uh, I want to know uh, who, which two players combined to give the oldest goal. That doesn't make any sense. What I mean is the assist... <laughs> The oldest goal combination. Okay. So Does that make sense? So the, assist the and goal combined scorer. age of the assister and the goal scorer. Yeah, so they, the they were the oldest. oldest on record. But I want to know the players' names. Yeah, of course. Cool. 
Yeah. So old players who played last season. Then. So, so last this is from season, last season. Last yeah. season, 2018, okay, 2019. Cool. Which two players uh, attributed the oldest goal combination? Okay. Cool. Oh, that was good. I did that quite yeah. well. Then. <laughs> uh, right. Football chat. Uh, let's talk football. Um, uh, anything fun happened for you in the festive period? Did you? There was so much football. I feel like I watched a lot, but I don't feel like I took much in. The only thing no. I really took in was turkey and gravy, really. A turkey and gravy. That's a great matchup. <clears throat> yeah, exactly. Now, I watched lots of games on Boxing Day and the day after because they were all on Amazon streaming and I've got that. So I watched all of that. And then I watched bits and pieces of the other games. I didn't see much of the FA Cup. No. Um, no. Also, Spurs were terrible over the Christmas break. So it kind of, yeah, didn't do me much favours no well I can't enthusiasm. remember there's so many games I just I just I even managed to watch Pompey on TV as well so that was, yeah you know legally as well and they won as well didn't they the game you watched at yeah least, we won it was beat top of the league yeah we beat Wickham massive mm. <laughs> then went away to Milton Keynes got stuffed yeah so it's good that's, that's real football yeah um, one thing I did notice I was looking through all the team players and stuff mm. have you noticed that Wolves have loads of players that sound like stuff you put on chips I hadn't no <laughs> so you got vinagre oh yeah vinegar yeah, yeah. you got sours okay <laughs> this is mm, where it gets a bit yeah. loose Catroni what's Catroni well it sounds like something Italian you would put on okay. chips yeah, I yeah. made that up and of course Johnny I always like to put a Johnny on my chips. I've run out of names. Basically, it came up with vinegar, and I couldn't think of any others. Oh, okay, fine. But they've got funny names, haven't they? Um, Bentley Seal. It does yeah. exactly what it says on the tin. Yeah. yeah. It's a good one. They've got another guy called Max Killman. Kill yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mm. Max Killman. I couldn't work out whether it's Max Killman, you go now. Or yeah. uh, like he's got a brother that's Max Kickball in goal. Sounds like a streak on Call of Duty. <laughs> Max does. Killman. It does, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, mm. Max, send him for ice cream. I don't know why I'm doing that accent. I apologise if that caused any offence whatsoever. Right, hey, look, fantasy football, FPL. Mm. Let's talk that. Let's talk, oh, my, Oh, we got hit hard over the festive period. Yeah, it was not good, was it, at all? Uh, just, I won't go over it, but uh, during the Christmas period, I think we lost, uh, we were lost in the cup. Yep. Yeah, we lost to an awful side. I think we registered like 22 points and they only got 40. Awful side we lost to. I won't name names, but yeah, it was a, it was a giant killing, shall we say. Mm-hmm. Um, so last week in game week 21, uh, we registered only 38 points. That's below the average of 48. Mm. That is the first time we scored below average, I think, in living memory. At least this season. Yeah, not forever, <laughs> no. Uh, we captained KDB in the end, didn't mm. we? After our discussion, do we want Mane? Do we want Saha? Let's go down the middle split difference. And that yeah. was wrong. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we should have gone with Saha. Yeah, Saha or Mane actually would have been better, wouldn't it? Like you said. Yeah. It just seemed too obvious. Yeah. <laughs> uh, before we left uh, for Christmas, we were around the 30,000 mark. Mm. We've now dropped to 197,963. Oh. I know. Which... The okay, the positive spin on that is that's not a bad placing. No, like we'd be quite happy with that in old olden days. Yeah, yeah. But um, but yeah, it's not ideal to lose that many places, is it? No, We've got to fight back. We've had a bad Christmas period. We've had an Arsenal. We just need to make sure we don't do <laughs> an Arsenal. Yeah, a full uh, Arsenal. Uh, the so what I was thinking actually moving forward, what we need to look at now is the differentials. Okay. I think um, everyone's got KDB now. Mm. Um, we've got money. We've got sort of cliche players, but I think we've got to be really looking at differentials every week. Yeah. But uh, we'll come up, we'll, we'll touch upon that throughout the whole cool. pod. Um, so our current squad looks like this. Mm. Tom Heaton. <laughs> uh, Trent, Aurier, Evans, Kelly, Lundstrom, Mane, KDB, Delizelli, Deli Ali, as he's known, uh, Zaha, Vardy, Greenwood, Dominic Calvert-Lewin and Cater. Now, we brought Dominic Calvert-Lewin in because Everton's fixture lists, mm-hmm. or Everton's fixture list, I should say, looks really good. And he's improved, and that's not all bad pun. He was 5'7 when I brought him in. Yeah. Uh, he's gone up to 5'9 now, I believe. And the other one we brought in was Cater. Yeah. Because 
there's a lot of midfield injuries. Liverpool, he's a good player. He's got a goal in him. Yeah. And what was he? Only five, eight, five, nine, I think we brought him in. Then probably went and got injured. Yeah, and then he went and got injured straight away. But there's a double game week for Liverpool coming up soon. He'll be back yep. for that. And he's cheap. We Indeed. like cheap. Uh, also differential. So there yeah. you go. Um, yeah. So, and Heaton, we brought in, didn't we? He was a <laughs> solid goalkeeper and he got injured straight away. Yeah, first game. So we are now without a goalkeeper because our backup is David Martin. Mm. So we've got to look at that. That's basically... I mean, the, the obvious thing to do is to get a goalkeeper in this week, Nath. Yeah, of course. Um, wild cards are back open again. What do you mean? You get two wild cards a season. Oh. Yeah, so we've got another wild card available. Oh, again. that changes things immensely for mm. me. Yeah, get, kind of gets missed by a lot of people that actually you get two wild cards and after the halfway point, they get renewed. So so it's if we hadn't used it, would we have lost it? Yeah. yeah so exactly. I was, we yeah, were yeah. right to use it. Then. Yeah, yeah. Good. See, I know what I'm doing. <laughs> wasn't complete luck. Uh, that's good. Well, that's interesting then because yeah. I don't really want to just concentrate on the goalkeeper this week. Yeah. The, it's whether how many changes we end up making, isn't it? I guess. Yeah. If it's like one or two, then I think we'd, I'd rather take the hit and wait until what happens in January. Of course. Yeah. That is something worth looking at, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Which is kind point. of why it's there is so that if there's lots of movement in January, you yeah. don't end up with like half a squad. If it was me, I'd be changing the whole team every week. Yeah. <laughs> to be honest. Uh, yeah. Um, drop those places. Hey, uh, that's not the best league in the world, though. The mm. most important league is, Nathan. Um, it's our own league, isn't it? Said with so much conviction. Yeah. Yes. The official Ultimate Fantasy Podcast League. Up to 29 teams now. Mm. Uh, and there's a new leader in the shape of Abraham Abelarinwa. Nice. And, uh, yeah. And uh, his team got 61 points this week with a little help from Todd Cantwell. Nice. Uh, not, uh, not only is he first in the world's greatest league, but he's uh, 15,226 overall. That's pretty good. It's in our kind of old spot, really, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, we wanted to be there. Mm. That's for sure. Um, don't forget, guys, there are prizes at the end of the season to join our league. The league code is PSD. BV4, PSD, BV4. Uh, the highest scoring FPL manager for Game Week 21 overall. Congratulations, William Orcott, whose team will 648 uh, amass 112 points. That is, right, he's gone cause here. Yeah. Liverpool core of Alisson, Robertson, and VVD. Nice. A semi core of David Luiz and Socrates, who. Yep, unexpected clean sheet. And especially Annie got a goal, didn't he? Yeah, of Just, course. Yeah, sort of crap. Uh, midfield of Perez, Madison, mm-hmm. Grealish, Mount, Pulisic, and Delafay up top. But a bench of Vardy, Aria, Lacazette. That's a good all round squad. That's actually, a good all round yeah, squad. Well balanced. So, yeah, so what I'm going to ask you, Nath, obviously, is of course, William Orcott, genius or mad person? I reckon he is um, in the top. 500,000. So is that genius? So genius, then? yeah, yeah. Genius. Well, William Alcott is placed at <laughs> 6,959,761. Yes, the man is a mad person. It's strange, isn't it? Because that is, on paper, a really well-balanced squad with yeah. lots of good players. But obviously, what he doesn't have is any real star assets in the, f- in the final third. Like, re- Del- I- if... Well, Vardy. He's got Vardy on yeah, the bench. Yeah. Lacazette Everyone's on the bench. got Vardy, haven't they? Yeah. Lacazette's only recently got back into the team mm. as well. It depends what transfers he's done, I guess. But it's yeah. hard to, unless, mm. I don't know, unless he's just recently changed that. I didn't look, actually. I should have researched. I mean, that team on paper is better than a lot. Of, you know, if that team lined up against most of the teams in the top 100,000, it'd probably beat them. But. Yeah, well, it would have done this week, that's for sure, 112 points. Yeah. yeah. There you go. Well done, William. Yeah, well done, you. Mad person. Uh, So he's a Chelsea fan. So I looked at the Chelsea... Oh, cool. For names. uh, Yeah, for names. The Chelsea league Mm. for names. (laughs) I mean, you might have heard these before, but this one made me laugh. Mm. Loftus Cheeky Nandos. (laughs) I have seen that before, (laughs) but yeah, it's good. And that's by... uh, There's two two people with that. Uh, Matthew Hall, well done. Mm. And Kevin Bartlett Hillier. And Mm. I first read that as Kevin Bartlett Hitler. (laughs) Then I rechecked it. It was fine. It was Hillier, yeah. uh, a.k.a. David Hillier. Uh, then we got Le So Solid Crew. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's good. Jack Davis, well done. And this one, 
Meet you at De Gea Bar. Nah. <laughs> it's Haya, isn't it? I know, I know. Because I was, <laughs> I read it. I was like, meet you at De Gea Bar? Yeah. I was like, oh, okay. I get you what you're trying to do there. Well, well done. Roll Sam around Thomas. in De Gea. Oh, yeah. Mm. yeah. Again, <laughs> equally as poor, I would yeah. say. Uh, the top FPL manager overall, uh, Nick Tanner, mate. Down to 16th. <sighs> oh, dear. It's tough at the top. Publicity went to his head. He did. He's took his eye off the ball. <laughs> I only went out like drinking like whiskey like until like eleven o'clock at night. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Matt Troha is now heading yeah, is he? the pack. He's yeah, back. he's been there all season, isn't he? Yeah. Knocking on the door. Nah. Where's uh? What's his name? Magnus Carlson. Is it Magnus Carlson? Oh, I forgot to check. Yeah. So uh, Carlson, uh, I looked Nath, mm. and uh, well, he I can't see him in the top one hundred. No. Obviously, he's dropped out. He did win the uh, World Rapid Chess Championships about a week ago, though, so maybe he's been preoccupied. Mm. Oh, I'm so sorry for you, Magnus. Yeah. Oh, heart bleeds. <laughs> <laughs> In your face. Uh, I hope you're 200,000 below us. Hmm. I shouldn't be so cruel, should I? No. Oh, well, it's football. We move on. Yeah, exactly. And speaking of moving on, let's do draft fantasy now. <laughs> oh... Christmas was equally cruel to me on Draft Fantasy. Yeah. Uh, how was it for you, Nate? It's absolutely terrible. I've, I'm, <laughs> I'm the Bournemouth of our league. I went on, a, I think, a six-game winning streak. Oh, yeah. was three points off top, and I've now lost, I think, five on the bounce, maybe even six on the bounce. I'm now fighting relegation. Yeah, you're right down there all of a sudden. Yeah, I know. Because all the bottom teams have been winning as well, so they've all caught me up rather than me just um, falling adrift of the chasing pack. I've actually been sucked into the relegation zone. So you've been? Have you been overtaken? Have you overtaken? Oh, we'll get to Ishwood in a second. Yeah, uh, luck, talking to the luck league. Yeah. So yeah. our league is an absolute disgrace. <laughs> <laughs> Who's the manager with the most player points, Nathan? You. Yeah. How many have I got? One thousand seventy-three. Yep. Where am I? Fourth. Yeah. And you got Isherwood, mm. 774 player points. <laughs> That's 300 player points behind me. Yeah. Only three match points behind me. Yeah. He's that's, one win. That's the beauty of the head-to-head, though. It's not, it's not beautiful. It's a disgrace. It's great. I, lo- I, I love it, personally. I do enjoy it, yeah. I yeah. do enjoy it, otherwise, you know. But this season, we could be, see our very first Luck League winner. Yeah, potentially. And we've never had that before, and mm. that is not a nice asterisk to have next to your win, let me tell you. I think however you win it, you've just got to go out and win the games. You would say come. you've never won it. I'm telling <laughs> you, as a, as, a, as a winner, it's good to have, have... like No one can argue with my win. There was no bones about it. It was pure. Same with Dow, same with Branson, all pure. A bit like the vampires in Blade, you know, mm-hmm. how they were all pure. Yeah. And Blade was just this yeah. in-between... Anyway, this is a conversation for another day. Let's uh, paddle back, row back from that conversation. <laughs> Get back to the safe land. Yeah. Uh, anyway, yeah. So um, I've just picked up Sane today. You have, yeah. After a tip-off. Anonymous tip-off. Anonymous tip-off from the guy sitting in the same room as me. <laughs> back from injury, apparently, in training. Maybe yep. back February. Yeah. Um, and the other one is, of course, uh, Amer- I'm Eric Laporte. Yeah, he's back in training. He's probably two weeks away, um, if that. Running on grass, I think he joins in with the team this week. Mm, he's gone to Orange. Mm, yeah, he's gone to Orange in terms of the injury profile. Yeah, he hasn't got yeah. an illness. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> he hasn't become Donald Trump. <laughs> Who did you pick up this week? Uh, I have decided to harbour... Someone was giving away Pogba, so I swapped Fournals for him. Now, Fournals mm. a good player, but I had only just picked him out of the free bin anyway. And I just needed a bit of stardust, and he's only out for a month of injury. He's the kind of player that if he does ever come back in the team, I'm gambling on him being someone who's, you know, going to get some goals and assists. But mm. Bit of a gamble. And then... Um, but he's your, he goes in your free space, doesn't he? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he's in my flex. Um, yeah. He's fourth sub, so it's not like is really hurting the rest of the team i've brought reese james back into the team as well now um after a good performance against brighton um and yeah and a couple of other bits and bobs as well i'm um i'm an hour and over some other moves but yeah always the case i think the Chelsea- i was gonna bring sane but because i'm already harboring pogba i couldn't afford to have 
Sane, as well as I've already got Ndombele, who's proven to be pretty Question injury mark. prone. Yeah. Question mark alert, yeah. Mm. The Chelsea thing's interesting, the Chelsea defence. Yeah. Because uh, they could bring a left back. Mm. They could bring Alonso back into the fold, which is what I was gambling on, but it's just a gamble. Because when he plays Alonso, his points yeah. are through the, through the roof. Unfortunately, Chelsea's aren't, though. No, this Chelsea's season. aren't. But no, yeah. but he always scores highly. He yeah, gets yeah. sevens to fourteens. Yeah, but he's a liability. Um, so, but uh, yeah, so you could see more of Reese James at right back and Aspilicueta at left back. Yeah, exactly. If they don't bring in a left back soon, uh, apparently Emerson's being chased by Juventus as well. So, um, mm. well, they'll get him because he's not that fast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Head to head fixtures for game week twenty two. Mm. Um, Oh, I've got Triss. Yeah. And uh, Triss, who beat me. I've worked out, obviously, you play whoever I played the week prior. Does that actually work? Yeah, yeah. Mm. Yeah. Um, yeah, I've got Triss, and he's got KDB, isn't he, against Aston Vanilla? Yeah. Mm. And Jesus. Yeah. Uh, Hopefully, hopefully Aguero will play. Well, for me. Aguero played in the cup, though, didn't he? He played in the cup, but I tell you what, because you've got Robson, who has Aguero. Oh, God. So either one of us is going to get done. Yeah. Mm. We're going to get a drubbing, I think. Mm. Never mind. Uh, Phil's got Benny P. That's normally sort of a bit of a... Benny mm. P's got to lose soon. Yeah. Right, that's the end of draft. Unless you've got anything else you want to add. No, let's move on from draft let's quickly. Let's move on from draft very, very quickly. Yeah, okay. And that's the end of part one. Right, in part two, don't go anywhere. We've got Tommy Garn and Taxi Truck with Matt Kearney. Tommy Gunn. Alfie, how's it going, man? All right, happy new year. Happy new year, yeah. Seventh today, crikey. Yeah, we're, we're motoring through. Yeah, we are. We're not hanging about. Uh, the <laughs> World War Three's already started, so that's pretty good. Yep, yep, yep. Seen that. Yeah. Following that. <laughs> Something to look forward to this yeah. year. Yeah. Um, how was your Christmas period? Did you have much relaxation, etc.? I did, yeah. The Arsenal sort of managerial stuff kind of dominated i suppose from a news perspective i had an all right christmas period i mean like anybody you just want to lose track of it don't you but um i actually did all right uh out of the sort of four main fixtures uh lost two one two it's not too bad and in terms of uh i know festive time is all about giving presents etc and receiving uh you've done some transfer giving and receiving yourself Done a bit of giving and receiving, yeah. I, I'm, I'm rejuvenated by the Arteta appointment. I think we're all uh, we're back to where we were game week one, like we're going to win the World Cup again. <laughs> Having sort of played all right last night, beat Leeds, a bit embarrassed to win that game. To be fair, they played really well. But um, yeah. basically, I've gone for an Arsenal core. You know how I like my eggs in you one like your basket. Cores. So we've gone for an arse core up front. So uh, basically, I've got I've got a Bamiyang off Dow. Uh, it cost me. Uh, but basically, I picked up Aubameyang, Keita, and Trossard, but I lost DCL, Mares, and Madison. That was an expensive transfer. Expensive, um, yeah. But I've basically gone for an Arsenal front three, uh, which I think is, you know, under new management, could be very exciting. Uh, and in terms of your accumulator, mate, uh, no yep. wins in 2019. 2020 is this new year. You've Well, no. We were two pounds up. <laughs> We were two quid up. I didn't do any over oh, the, the Christmas. Cash outs, yeah. We weren't recording. We weren't recording. So we're two pounds up. So I've just I've done a five a five pounds bet. So we're net three down. Um with an eighteen well, nearly nineteen hundred quid potential win. So oh, wow. um I've done an eight way this week across the top four divisions. Uh it includes Arsenal, Leicester, and Liverpool to win. So uh we'll post that on the Twitter when we um Near it, near it, near at a time. But uh, that looks like a good one. I think. I think this time next week will be. Uh, well, yeah. We can have that belated Christmas party at last. Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Go and watch some real football. Yeah. Well, have a good game week, mate. I'll speak to you next week. All right, mate. Cheers. <laughs> That was Tommy Gunn, the deluded one. Was he that deluded, knife in terms of that transfer, that draft transfer? Um, I don't know, because obviously he's picked up with Bamiang, who is an asset. The one thing I'd say about 
him is that he is starting to play even more so from the left at the moment. And I don't think he ever gets as many goals when he's playing. He doesn't look good at the moment either, no. As well. Um, Madison, pretty reliable point scorer. Mares, frustrating because when he plays this season, he does get points. He gets points. He gets rotated a lot. So, yeah. Yeah, Cater, injury prone. Trossard looks. Looks good. Like a lot of Brighton players, they've got a lot of players who potentially could get lots of points in a given week, but it's hard to predict who. As I, I was going to say, be. Brighton yeah, yeah. is, they've got loads of, they've got clean sheets. Yeah. They've got goals, but it's yep. predicting when they're going to happen. Yeah, exactly. It's yeah. just difficult, isn't it? But anyway, let's, uh, let's talk now to Matt Kenny on FPL and mm. in the Tactics Truck. Tactics truck, tactics truck, I got a truck, it's full of tactics, it brings me luck and you will suck, cause you don't have a tactics truck. Matt, Happy New Year. Hey, Happy New Year, Alfie. How are you? Uh, did you have a lovely festive period? Uh, let's not talk about families and stuff, let's talk straight about the football. How was your FPL game weeks? How did that mess go? Yeah, it was pretty good. Um, I think last time I was talking to you, I was about one million. Uh, in rank yeah. um, the first week of the Christmas I jumped down to about 670k and then the last couple of weeks I've, I've kind of it's been a bit up and down so I'm, I'm at 616k at the minute so that's alright that's a little bit of progress that's workable going into January isn't it yeah yeah it's a, a nice foundation to, to have in the new year <laughs> and uh, so it's good I can tell you not being stressed by FPL like I have <laughs> so, uh, and this coming game week then straight back into the action game week 22 um, what tickles your fancy? Um, I really like Sheffield against West Ham it's the Friday night game so remember to do your teams nice and early um, <laughs> and he's maybe gone a little bit off the boil um, El Lord Lundstrom you know mm. FPL Twitter favourite FPL favourite all round, you know, FPL God. Um, probably hasn't been as uh, in the limelight in recent weeks as he has early in the season, but I really fancy him to come back and, you know, either score a goal or get a clean sheet or both, hopefully. Um, you know, as impressive as West Ham were last game last game out, um, I really fancy Sheffield. They were really tight against Liverpool and despite losing uh, 2-0, I thought they looked really um, structured, you know, so I, I fancy Sheffield to do really well against West Ham. Yeah, I was quite impressed with Sheffield United, actually. Uh, good all-round game. Uh, does that mean you're going to captain Lundstrom or Salah, surely? Um, well, I have an injured Kane up top, so I'm likely going to take him out and bring in good old Jamie Vardy. Um, that was my kind of Christmas plan, take out Vardy and put in Kane, which kind of did and didn't work. So uh, I think I'm going to play the numbers and play it safe with Vardy, who's hopefully back and hopefully bangs in a hat-trick to celebrate the new baby. <laughs> And um, didn't you have your eye on the Arsenal team? As we all do, the rejuvenated Arsenal side. You've got a few players there. Yeah, I'm not usually one for picking away games, but um, Crystal Palace are in kind of bad shape this week. They have a lot of injuries. They have uh, Van Anhalt out, uh, Schlupp is out, um, Ward, Sacco, Milivojevic is suspended, Townsend picked up a knock, maybe back. And um, there was kind of mention about Zaha. We don't really know what, what the diagnosis mm. is there. He may be back. Maybe it's transfer transfer window speculation. Who knows? He um he has a new agent apparently, so could be working a bit of you know a new deal or a move away from the club. We don't really know. Um, but anyway, um, I, I think Arsenal are starting to click really well under Arteta and um, playing some really good football. You know, Aubameyang was rested in the the cup game, so he he'd be you know really fresh going into this match. And uh, a course blast from the past, Nicolas Pepe, um, <laughs> who I was a victim of earlier in the season. Um, you know, who knows? He may be reformed. He may be the player that Arsenal originally thought they were buying now. Um, but for me, uh, I'll probably wait and see with Pepe. Um, but for, for those willing to take the gamble and punt, he may be, may be that kind of player that, that, that'll send you up the ranks. Who knows? Right. Thanks very much, Matt. Um... We'll speak to you next week then, and hopefully you'll be on the up and up and up. Cheers, thanks. Take it easy, Alfie. Tactics truck, tactics truck, I got a truck, it's full of tactics, it brings me luck and you will suck, because you don't have a tactics truck. That was McKenny, 
you can hear more from Matt if uh, he's on Twitter. Uh, click the link in the blurb and you can uh, go and chat with him. He's such a nice guy. Bowstring the carp. Bowstring the carp, exactly. Uh, right, that's the end of part two. And then we're going to get to the uh, crunch time in part three and talk through the game week fixtures. Welcome to part three. Hey, that was a nice journey. Mm. Uh, we've arrived at game week 22. I'm pretty sure it was only a week ago we're at game week 15, but I'm assured it's definitely game week 22. Let's look at those fixtures. Friday the 10th of January. It's Friday night football. FNF. Yeah. Sheffield United against West Ham. Saturday 11th of January. Crystal Palace against Arsenal. Chelsea against Burnley, Everton against, Everton against Brighton, Leicester against Southampton, Man United against Norwich, Wolves against Newcastle, Tottenham against Liverpool, that's the evening kickoff. And then on Sunday, the 12th of Jan, Bournemouth against Watford and Aston Villa versus Man City. Oof. Oof. Right, let's look at Palace Arsenal first, Snaith. Mm. Arsenal look much improved, and dare I say that is the best I've seen them in years. Uh, although, mm. the caveat there, it was, of course, they were playing against a manager with zero tactical nous in the guise of Ole Gunnar Solskjaer. Yeah. Um, the encouraging signs, obviously, the Chelsea game, they were vet, they dominated that for, what, 70-odd minutes? Mm. Um, and then... Yeah, gave away two cheap goals, lost to Chelsea, obviously 2-1. They um, did all the stuff they did well against Chelsea, against United, and stuck to it for 90 minutes. So good signs. I mean, we watched them last night against Leeds in the Cup and um, slightly rotated side um, with Sock Pat playing right back, which was pretty weird. Um, so, yeah, but I think second half, they absolutely dominated Leeds. So I think... They're a team on on the rise. Kind of solid, isn't they? Yeah. Um, Mm. 2-2 draw at the Emirates in October between these two teams. That was really the beginning of the end for um, Emery at that point as well. Mm. They just scored two goals on set pieces, I remember. David Luiz and Sokpap. Yeah. Now, this is quite an important thing to take note of, is that Arsenal's score... I have scored the most goals from set pieces this season, I believe. Mm. And I think... Crystal Palace are, if not the team that conceded the most, are close to the team that's yeah. conceded the most. So, you know, Arsenal defenders, might, an Arsenal defender might be the way to go this week. Yeah, and I think they look solid as well. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I think Sock Pap or David Luiz are a threat from um, those kind of situations. So they're good ones to look at. The what the defender I picked up, not or looked at, not from a set piece point of view, is Kalasinak. No other left backs at the moment. Obviously, they were playing Saka there for mm. a little while. Everyone else is injured. Tierney is dislocated shoulders out for a while. Still only 5.2 million. Probably going to pick up some clean sheets nowadays. And he does bomb forward and he does get the ball into he the He likes box. to put that ball into the uh, yeah. channel of insanity, as it were. Exactly, yeah. So he's he's one that I, I would fancy on there. Um, yeah, the other one who's playing well at the moment, but I didn't see a huge amount of vote, is Lacazette. Is playing really well at the moment. But he's 9.3 million. And I think when you look at some of the other strikers, he's maybe not the full value at that point as well. And then an interesting point from Palace to obviously pick up on is no Milivojevic. No, week. five goals and six games against the Gunners, he has. Yeah, exactly. Obviously, quite a few penalties from that Zaha kind of combination. Yeah. Um, but yeah, sent off um, over a VAR. He kicked out, obviously, at Tom Huddleston on the floor and then went to headbutt him as well. So pretty kind of standard. Oh, we've all off. been there. There was talk <laughs> of Hodgson was complaining about it, saying that it shouldn't have gone to VAR and that it shouldn't have been sent off, but it looked like a straight red all day mm. long for me. I'm going to do the Wenger and say... I didn't see it. So. <laughs> uh, yeah, and they do have some interesting players, don't they, at Arsenal, to yeah. look at now. Uh, Torreira, 4.7. Mm. I mean, he's going to be busy in that midfield. Depending what format you're playing, draft is better if you're playing with Conte points. Yeah. Um, but he's got an eye for goal too. Chaka is in the same boat. Um, mm. More expensive, 5.1. Obviously, on draft, it doesn't matter. Um, Ashley, Ainsley, sorry. Ainsley, Maitland-Niles, mm. at right back, as we discussed. Yeah. 4.6 mil. Yeah. So bad, yeah, again, it? if they're going to start getting clean sheets now, he looks like he's their only fit and using air quotes right back. 
at the yeah. moment. Um, but Bellerin is meant to be coming back. Yeah, but Bellerin has been injury prone now for a good 18 months yes. or so. So yeah. there's no um, reliability in, in terms of him playing there long term anyway. So I think he's a good pickup as well. And Ceballos is another player worth keeping an eye on. I mean, he could come in for Ozil at any point. 5.2 million worth, yeah. worth a pump, perhaps. So, yeah, so Arsenal this so Arsenal against Palace then. Uh, Palace have proved to be quite sticky for Arsenal recent years. Mm. Uh, Arsenal failed to beat Palace in the previous three Premier League fixtures. In yeah. fact, they've played three, drawn two and lost one. Mm. There you go. Yeah. Uh, 13 goals, though, in all those three fixtures so do we think clean sheet for forecast for this one hmm, who knows maybe Arsenal do look a bit tighter but you'd have to expect Zaha have a go at that defence uh, the last clean sheet between these two actually came for Crystal Palace when they enjoyed a 3-0 win at Selhurst Park in April 2017 crikey yeah so that's it so if there's going to be a clean sheet going to be Palace well, wow. <laughs> right. What's your score prediction? I'm actually going for a clean sheet for Arsenal. I think Arsenal will win one nil, one nil to the Arsenal. I think Milivojevic is a massive miss for. He's not been playing as well for Palace and definitely not he's getting the goals. Player. But what he does do is he is a bit of a uh, yeah a niggly one, and he does stop counter attacks and breakaways with niggly little fouls. Great on the ball too. He's good on the ball, and, and he is a proper leader in that team. And I think they'll really miss him. I'm going for a. a a 2-0. Okay. Two-headed goals. To Arsenal. To Arsenal, yeah. Okay, yeah. Right, Spurs-Liverpool. Uh, Spurs are... <laughs> aren't they? They yeah. are rubbish. Um, mm. What a strange state of affairs that's going on. I'm, like, I'm looking at Jose every week and he's looking more and more as if that master's going to slip. He's yeah. going to just go and sack a doctor or something. Did you see him have a go at that um, Saints coach as well? When you looked at the tactics... He came up. Was that, was that a match? I, he walked over to the other dugout and like lent into some someone who sat in the middle of the bench and started having a go at him and he got booked for it. Yeah. And then when he was asked what happened, he apologised but said, I apologise for being rude to an idiot. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Which I enjoyed. <laughs> that's, that's why you want Mourinho in the league. That is why you want him in the league. <laughs> um, of the past 11 Premier League fixtures between these two, Mm. Spurs have won just once, yeah. which was a full one victory back in 2017 at mm. Wembley when they were home ground. Yeah, uh, Harry Kane, Son, Ali all getting the score sheet. Uh, Liverpool deserved two one winners in October. Mo Salah and Jordan Henderson mm. getting on the score sheet. Um, and Spurs' home form was actually the fourth best in the league. Their home yeah. form, uh, just three points behind Leicester in that. So, but you've got to look at Liverpool for this, right? Absolutely. I think that game you mentioned, the Wembley game, I think that was the apex of the Pochettino mm. kind of period. That was when Ali, Kane and Son especially, I think were all pretty much at the top of their game, Ericsson. And they came out of the blocks really quickly in that game and absolutely blew Arsenal, um, Liverpool away in that one. So, um, yeah, things have changed quite a lot in those couple of years, though. Uh, I can't see anything other than the Liverpool win So the question, one. Yeah, so the question is, when it comes to mm. Liverpool now... It's not if they win, it's which players do you choose? Yeah. So um, if you include the Champions League, Mo Salah is looking for a third successive penalty mm. against Spurs. And Salah actually has four goals and five Premier League appearances against Spurs. Camino, yeah. two in three. Mm. I mean, which Liverpool player, if it was a choice between Salah and Mane? <laughs> I've got a few thoughts on this. Um, last few goals that Spurs have conceded. So they've, in the last couple of games, they've dropped Sanchez has gone back onto the bench and Vertonghen and Alderweireld have been playing as centre-half and they've been beaten with balls in behind them and pace mm. in behind them. Uh, Ashley Fletcher for Borough and then Danny Ings um, for Southampton. I think in this game that Sanchez will come back in because he is quick and mm. Vertonghen will shift over to left-back because Mourinho is definitely going to try and defend this one and have He's got a solid to. base. But I think Sanchez and Ori in the same team is a recipe for a penalty. Yeah, I don't know. And Dele, uh, talking about Spurs, um, Dele Alli, mm. uh, this oh, we should ship him out. But then actually his stats, his goal involvement stats are still pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, he's still involved. I think it'd be interesting to see, obviously, um, Son's back this week from his um, yeah. suspension. No Kane, of course. No Kane. So Mora played up front against... Borough in what was pretty much a full strength team. I wonder whether in this game though 
that he'll stick some up front I mean, and look for the break. Does that mean that um, Sessegnon's going to come in? I, maybe Sessegnon at left midfield or potentially Lamella coming in on the right-hand side and then pushing someone onto yeah, Sessegnon on the left. But are Spurs going to score? Uh, I can't see it. Well, the only thing I think, so, obviously with Son in the team, you've always got a chance of a goal. Um, I think 2-1. Yeah. I've kind of got a feeling for 3-1, but in terms of my tips for players, Oxlade-Chamberlain, they've got injuries now in midfield to cater to obviously Fabinho's been out for a while mm. and Milner obviously got injured against Everton. So I see Oxlade-Chamberlain starting this one. It's really a choice between him. Shakiri's played a little bit in midfield for him, but I can't see Klopp doing He'll that He'll have to change 4-5-1 if he does that. Yeah. Right? So I think... Ox will will start, and then the other one is Joe Gomez, who's now he's five point one million and I've, has been playing really well. Some people have been saying he's playing better than um, Van Dyke at the moment. Well, as well, there's the I mean, you could say it's coincidental that they've what they had six clean sheets in the spin. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, something like that. So yeah. uh, mm. I don't think that is a coincidence, to be honest. Yeah, but still five point one million. Is um, That's yeah. good. Yeah, well, used to should... be in my draft oh. team, didn't he? Well, now we've got the wild card <laughs> option. Yeah. Anyway, uh, right, yeah, so that's, uh, what did you say, 3-1? 3-1, I think, yeah. 2-1 for me. I got a feeling for Sa- uh, Salah in this. Yeah. Maybe it's because I've written loads of stats saying no, Salah I've got in front a feeling of me. for Salah, I think, the left-back spot. Yes, it's definitely a weakness, isn't it? It's a weakness. If Vertonghen plays there, he's not got the pace to keep up with but, Salah. <laughs> but then you could say Mane against Aurier. Yeah, I just feel like it's Salah is, they seem to go... The never, it's very rare that Salah and Mane are both absolutely top of the game at the same time. And I think Mane's having this little little dip and that's a dip by his stand still better than most players in the league. I think Salah is the one that I would be looking at at the moment. Right, okay, good. Right, we're going to go now and listen to FPL content creator, FPL Nymphra, for the uh, trending transfers. And then we'll be back with some uh, quickchers, the other fixtures. Keepers, Schmeichel and Ryan are currently finding it out to be the trendiest transfers in, with Schmeichel having over 50,000 purchases in and Ryan getting over 40,000 purchases in already ahead of game week 22. In defence, Trent is by far the most transferred in defender this week with over 91,000 purchases. Dunk is the next most transferred in with 64,000 plus managers taking him on board ahead of his matchup with Everton. In midfield, Grealish's fixture of Man City in game week 22 has not put managers off, with over 141,000 of you purchasing the Villa Man. Madison and Richarlison are also very popular purchases ahead of game week 22, with over 132,000 managers plumping for Madison and 95 plus thousand managers putting their trust in Richarlison. Up front, Ings is by far the trendiest forward in this week, with over 224 plus thousand managers plumping for the Southampton Man. Calvert-Lewin, Rashford and Aubameyang all fighting it out to be the next best trendiest forward in this week with each of them having 110 plus thousand purchases that was FPL content creator FPL Nymphro and you can hear more from her if you go to her YouTube page and the link you'll find on our podcast episode blurb yeah just click and go Okay, right, let's talk through the other fixtures now in our quickchers. Yeah. This is, uh, we're going to try and do this quickly. Sheffield United against West Ham. Sheffield United, good all-round side with a good level of variation to their play. But uh, West Ham have David Moyes, the man with a dehydrated apricot for a head. (laughs) 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 Will he bring the consistency that West Ham needs? Probably not. Um, But West Ham's away record is more or less the same as Sheffield United's home record. So, Mm. Nath... One all. <laughs> one all. Easy. It's, it's got one all, right? Yeah, I think, um, though, in terms of players just to pick out, obviously Fabianski's back from injury. Before his injury, he was the top keeper well, we in him, yeah. draft and in FPL. 4.9 million. Great keeper. Makes lots of saves and does keep the occasional clean sheet. Mm, 4.9, yeah. yeah. Uh, McGoldrick still drew a goal for Sheffield United. And yeah. <laughs> I'm going to keep saying it until that happens. <laughs> no, it's the week I said that, by the way. You went around the goalkeeper yeah, and missed no. open goal. <laughs> Amazing. Uh, the other player, West Ham's obviously uh, Robert Snodgrass, 5.2. Yeah. 
Obviously, Moyes' teams like a set piece and like getting it into the big man. Snodgrass has got as good delivery as most players in the league. He definitely has. Uh, our fantasy football chaps, our friends, the fantasy football chaps who focus more on fan tracks, have given us some players to look at as well for each fixture. Uh, four nails they've mm. chosen for this one, as we mentioned before. Great. <laughs> good play. <laughs> uh, Everton, Brighton, uh, Carlo and Chilotti at the wheel. Yeah. Uh, Everton certainly look quite solid and have quite a good run of fixtures, as we mentioned earlier. Mm. Uh, same could be said for Brighton, fixture-wise, actually. Yeah. Uh, and like we said earlier, they've got goals, they've got clean sheets, just predicting it is mm. when it's going to happen. Uh, Everton win, Nath? Uh I actually fancy drawing this one. Um, mm. I like Brighton a lot. I think at the start of the season, I, I said they'd be a good team to watch. But um, they've got a lot of players that you like, but it's really hard to pick out who's going to be the star performer that week. Like Trossard, I think flatters to deceive quite a lot, but his potential to do a lot. Your Hankabash, obviously, nearly scored another overhead kick at the weekend. Yeah, he did. Yeah. Well. That's his thing. Um, Aaron Moy, Pascal Gross. But the uh, player in this game that I wanted to talk about briefly is Gibril Sidibe for Everton. Yeah, great. So the new formation for Everton since Ancelotti's come in is a 3-4-3, but a 4-4-2 when they lose the ball. Yeah. Which means that Sidibe's starting at right wing back when they have the ball, and so he's getting lots of crosses in. And then in defence, he's still playing as the right-hand side midfielder. So actually, he's not doing as much defending, and they've got Coleman in there giving him a bit of solidity. As well, but he has got an excellent cross on him and good delivery. Plus, he might pick up any clean sheets that Everton do pick Absolutely. up. Absolutely, 5.4 million. So, if you're looking for a mid range defender, he's a good shout, I think, at the moment. It's not bad well. at all, actually. Yeah. He's in my draft team. Almost sure. playing out of position, but it's a weird system that and a system I like, but yeah, a different system. Good. He's got a good pedigree as well. Yeah, and Brighton's left back. Slot is a bit weird at the moment. Sometimes Byrne plays there, who's not particularly mobile, but is a good, solid defender. And sometimes Bernardo plays there, who's a bit better on the ball and going forward, but not as defensively resolute as maybe mm. Byrne is. Uh, the fantasy football chaps reckon Yerry Mina is the guy for fan tracks. Okay. Yeah, this one. Hmm, interesting. Threat from uh, pieces, So definitely. you're going for 1-1? One, one, or Going for 1-1, one, one, yeah. I'm going to go... Oh, I'm, I'm tempted to do a 1-0 Everton. And that's that. So obviously some uh, there's some fixtures we've uh, missed off. Duh. Uh, just to go over them very, very briefly, uh, Chelsea Burnley, even though Chelsea's home form is awful, they've uh, they've scored only 11 goals. Only Bournemouth and Palace have scored fewer. Uh, we're going to go with a Chelsea win, I believe. Uh, Willie N, their key player. Uh, the next fixture was Leicester Southampton. Uh, Damari Gray could, could be a good player for Leicester. Um, Southampton have a weak right-back spot and if Damari Gray starts, do you know what? He had the second highest XG of any midfielder for the last two game weeks. Uh, for Southampton, could be looking at Redmond. The fantasy football champs reckon Gineppo. Nath's going for a Leicester win. I'm going for a surprise Southampton win because there's always a freak result and this could be it. Uh, Man United against uh, Norwich. Yeah, we've both gone for a Man United win. I mean, pick your players. Rashford, it's going to be Rashford, isn't it? Wolves against Newcastle. Nathan reckons a 2-0 win of Wolves. I'm going 1-1 Newcastle because this fixture is nearly always 1-1 and Wolves always struggle to beat opposition like Newcastle. But Wolves are going to score Matt Doherty. Matt Doherty, is, he is such a threat. He has the fourth highest XGI and the second highest XG over the past two games for a defender. Amazing. Uh, fantasy football chaps reckon Neto for Wolves. Uh, Bournemouth against Watford. I mean, who knows? You could say Watford are in form, Bournemouth are not in form, so you'd expect Watford to win, so Bournemouth will win. That's how it's going to work. The players, obviously, we don't need to tell you. Saar, Decore. Um, a little bargain play, you could pick up his Cathcart in defence, 4.3 million. Not a bad squad player for the upcoming game weeks. And uh, then uh, the final one is, of course, Villa City. Villa, very unlucky with injuries. They've lost a whole core of their team. Uh, we're back in City to absolutely smash them, unfortunately, 4-0. Take your pick. I mean, Raheem Sterling, though. Let's go, Raheem. Great stuff. So let's uh, so just revise our clean sheet forecasts. Yep. Um, what are mine, Nathan? Yours are Arsenal, Everton, and then you've told me Southampton and Man City and neglected Bournemouth on there. Yeah, I don't want Bournemouth. Despite your uh, prediction. Yeah, I don't want Bournemouth. I've changed that. <laughs> uh, what's your ones? Mine are Arsenal. Um, then I've also gone for Manchester United. Wolves, Man City, and Watford. Mm, okay, good. I should put. I should post those on Twitter. 
course cool. I will. I'll get Matt's and uh, the secret journalist as well. Right, that's in a part three. Don't go anywhere. Part four, we've got the answer to the quiz question. Welcome to part four. Almost done. Before we go, we've got the answer to the quiz question, which Nathan's going to answer so correctly. Um, Nathan, I asked you... I can't remember how I phrased it. Uh, the yeah. it was the oldest goal combination in the 2018-2019 season. So assistant goal scorer. Who were the two oldest players to combine to give a goal? Mm. Um, Shall I give you a clue? Yeah. Shall I give you the team? Yeah. It's a team on the south coast. Playing blue. Okay. Uh, Glenn Murray. Yes. And. Oh, what's his name? Bruno. Yeah! Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Bruno, Bruno. My guess was going to be, but then I realised it was the wrong season, was going to be Ashley Young and Zlatan. But, um, mm, yeah, yeah, that's a good shout yeah. for another season, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that was against Wolves. Combined age of 73 years and 57 days. Crikey. Considering um, Glenn Murray is only 25 as well, so... <laughs> hey, bit of a Bruno <laughs> joke there for the Brighton fans. Uh, yeah, that's it. That's it for us. Um, do you know what? Um, our FPL team, we've got a lot to think about. I mean, we could do another wild card or we could wait for that. We could get a goalkeeper in or we could just gamble and just go for another midfielder somewhere. We'll have a look. But we'll post that online. Uh, and that's it. Yeah, so we'll be back next week uh, for game week 23. I think there's normal fixtures and uh yeah so that thanks to nathan thank you mate no thank you good uh, to be back happy new year yeah uh thanks to tommy gunn bowstring the cup ak met kenny f Nymphra, and the fantasy football chaps if you need to get in contact with us i would always like to hear from you whatever it is whatever it is always like to hear from you so good uh enjoy game week 22 we we'll see the other side <laughs> Let's get choosy. The ultimate fantasy podcast. And it's live.